the show. This is Chris to Chris Comedy Advice to Fix Your Life. I am your host, Chris, joined in the studio today by the one, the only, Mike, who happens to be in the very same building that I am in right now. Go ahead and say hi, Mike. <clears throat> hey, what's up? Beautiful, poetic as always, Mike. You guys might know me, Chris, from my comedy channel on YouTube, Chris vs. the World, or my gaming channel on YouTube, Laser Lemming, or my website, uploaded.com, which brings them all together like one great big happy familia. Don't forget that you can subscribe to this show, Chris to Chris, for new episodes every single Friday. Can you believe it, Mike? We have been doing a new episode every single Friday for over a year now. It has been very exhausting. To be honest, it's been exhausting. And you know, we haven't missed a Friday yet, but we will. One day, one day, I promise to miss a week one of these days. But in the meantime, we're going to keep this shit going. Dang, we're already with the curse words. Maybe we should uh, calm down a little bit. We have plenty of cursing to go. We got a great show for y'all this week. We're going to be talking about uh, making some Skrilla on the side, some cash. You know what I mean? We're going to be talking about the Watchmen show on HBO. We're also going to be talking about some Krispy Kreme hustlers. Lots of great listener questions. Something about China and a whole lot more. It's going to be fun. Mike. Michael. Mike. I was trying to think about something to talk about this week on this episode. And I realized that my son keeps on growing in my wife's stomach. Or somewhere around there. Uterus. Something like that. And that started to make me realize, you know, this baby is going to be born in like four and a half months. Right? Mike. I looked into it. And it turns out that adding another person into your house also increases your cost of living. Did you know that? Did you know that? If you did, I think you should have told me. Anyway, apparently having kids means that you spend more money on things like utilities and school and health insurance. And, you know, they, they want to eat, too. I didn't, I didn't realize that, but they actually they want to eat. So the more people you have in your house, the more food you need there, too. So that's why I'm starting to think I need more money. I need more money to pay for things and people. So this week, I, I'm trying to find some good ways to make money on the side. So I think that's what we're going to do this episode. But first, before we get into that, before we dive headfirst into that, let's move on to our tip of the week. So a few weeks back, I talked about uh, Wish.com, and I ordered a spy pen, a, a camera inside of a pen for about 4 bucks. And that, that $4 spy pen finally showed up this week. But I haven't gotten to use it yet because apparently it requires an SD card. There's no built-in memory for $4, I guess. So I, I do want to put it to the test. I just haven't yet. I think maybe we should compare it to the new GoPro Hero 8. I don't have that yet either, but maybe I will. I'll, I'll get a GoPro Hero 8, and I'll compare it to this $4 spy pen camera from China just to see which one has the better camera. But I did plug it into my computer to, to charge it. And as soon as I did that, I kind of immediately regretted it just because the government, the U.S. government has me paranoid about electronics made in China, which is pretty much all electronics. However, I'm also paranoid about electronics made in the U.S., however few there are. I'm pretty much paranoid about all electronics controlled by any government, local or foreign, because the NSA is spying on you folks. That's not a secret anymore. It's not a secret anymore. It's not tinfoil hat anymore. They're listening to you right now. They're listening to me right now as I record this podcast. Motherfuckers. <sighs> anyway, I just get the feeling that China is also spying on me. So, 
I, I got a little worried when I plugged this this Chinese camera pen into my computer to charge it. But I started to worry a little bit less when I found the instructions that came with this camera pen. Mike, look at this. Look, look at this. Uh, okay. So the instructions are printed on the back of like one of their own ads or something. And this piece of paper was literally cut out, looks like with scissors. It's about an inch, inch and a quarter tall, about four inches wide. It's, a, it's essentially a sliver of paper with instructions on it. Anyway, I, I looked at the instructions and I, I pretty much stopped worrying about whoever sold me this pen. Because if these are the guys that are trying to spy on me, I am 100% sure that they have no idea what I'm saying. I want to read a bit of these instructions here for you guys right now. First of all, the directions look like they start mid-sentence. In fact, all of this is written very poorly. If you've ever bought something from China, you know that the directions, unless it was like from, from a very big company that has the money and know-how and the people that actually speak English, you know that the instructions are going to be some garbage. And this is no different. This is no different. So grammar, punctuation, this is all very much not important. This is not nowhere near the top of their list of priorities. So if I'm reading this, please assume that there is a space in front of the comma and the word starts right next to the comma. Maybe there's a period and then there's a word that starts right next to the period. No space. Uh, assume many misspellings, etc., etc., etc. So anyway, here's how it starts. Click the reset hole on the spy pen with a needle. Then charge 20 to 25 hours and enter a micro SD card in the spy pen. Click the play button for three seconds. It will turn on, have a light, click the play button for one time to take a photo. Easy peasy, right? Then click the play button. Now all of a sudden, okay, let me explain here. Uh, every time they said play button, it was normal. Now from here on out, they start uh, typing the word play in all caps for no reason. It's just all caps from here on out. So click the play button for three seconds. The light will turn off, but it is still recording. Please, and the please is spelled P-L-S. They're doing shorthand, AIM, 1999 sort of thing. Please click the play button for one time. If you want to save the record, may. Click the play for three seconds to turn off it. Finally, please link it to your PC and watch video with media player or QuickTime player. Now, I think that's pretty awesome because they're giving QuickTime player a shout out. That thing's been discontinued for like two years now, at least I'd say. There you have it, Mike. Clear as mud. Clear as mud. And if China didn't have so much censorship, maybe these guys could have used Google Translate for this. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, this week's tip of the week is to relax a little bit. You know? The world could be a scary place, but just take comfort in the fact that most people are just as inept as you are, especially if they're selling you $4 camera pens on the internet. Let's move on to a little thing we like to call Video Game Corner. You might have recently heard that Joker is now the most successful R-rated movie of all time. And whenever you see an article that says of all time, that, that is a, a shorthand for hyperbole. It's an exaggeration. Now, Joker is the most successful R-rated movie so far. You know, inflation will always make the next most successful R-rated movie or most successful Avengers movie, whatever. Inflation is always going to have Somebody else be the winner in the future. But Joker is the most successful R-rated movie so far. That's a big deal. That's pretty significant. 
because R-rated blockbusters really aren't made nearly as often as they were in the 80s and 90s, right? Ten years ago, Warner Brothers made this movie called Watchmen. They made it for about a $130 million budget, right? And that's nothing to sneeze at in 2009 or 2008, more likely, when they were uh, filming this thing. $130 million bucks, right? It was rated R, and it did not make enough money. I'd say they probably even, maybe even lost money on this thing. So Warner Brothers says, we're not going to make any more R-rated comic book movies. We're done. We're done with that. We're doing PG-13 or nothing, buddy. But over the years... They've kind of slowed their roll on it. They've walked that back a few times. They, they did a, a three-hour cut of Batman v. Superman, and then they did the ad, animated uh, Batman movie, The Killing Joke, both of which were rated R. And I didn't see the, the super long version of uh, Batman vs. Superman yet, but I, I own The Killing Joke, and that doesn't feel like an R-rated movie. I was pretty excited for that movie, a little bit disappointed, but... It doesn't feel like an R-rated movie. I feel like that uh, The Killing Joke is rated R simply because it's animated and they were kind of shooting for an R because if a parent saw or a parent gave that movie to their young child, they might be pissed when they hear an F-bomb or or see some blood. But otherwise, it's a pretty tame R, I would say. That that's a, it's it, it, I would say it's a PG-13 movie in honesty. Anyway, Joker earns its R rating. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to get at. The uh, Joker is an R-rated movie through and through. It is not a movie you go to to feel good. It is a downer, but it is a good downer. And now it is the most successful R-rated movie ever, or so far. You know, it, it made more money than uh, Batman v Superman. It made more money than Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was considered a big success for Warner Brothers because they were just shipping out turd after turd and I wasn't a big fan of Wonder Woman I'll be honest about it you know I, I thought the the villain was kind of weak I I just wasn't a huge fan it was I'll say it was better than their previous efforts but it wasn't I didn't think it was amazing it could have been better Mike they are saying that Joker might make as much money as Avengers Infinity War and that's a lot of money that's a lot of money and Avengers Infinity War was rated PG-13. But according to this little uh, newspaper called the uh, Wall Street Journal, Warner Brothers dropped the ball here. <laughs> they really dropped the ball here. I, I, I don't think that they believed in this movie at all. I don't think they wanted this movie to be made. First of all, the budget was about $70 million, which was less than half of Wonder Woman. So this movie made more than Wonder Woman, made more than Batman vs. Superman, and it had less than half the budget, I would say, probably of both of them. I don't think Batman vs. Superman had less of a budget than Wonder Woman, right? So this movie had a small budget compared to these uh, PG-13 blockbusters, right? And it made more money than both of them. Second of all, Warner Brothers decided to go to outside investors to fund this thing. That's how much they didn't believe in this movie. They didn't want it to be made, Mike. They didn't want it to be made. So they said to these outside investors, like, look, 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 you want a piece of this? You want a piece of this? We don't really want to do this shit. You want to, you want, you want to get some of the profits? And so, Mike, according to the Wall Street Journal, about 40 to 50% of these profits for this most successful R-rated movie of all time are going to... People that aren't even Warner Brothers employees. Outside investors. Half of this movie, half of this movie is going to somebody else. 
Apparently, they also gave a good chunk of the profits to, to Todd Phillips, the director, and Joaquin Phoenix, the Joker. Those guys got a pretty sweet gig in their contract, too. Uh, uh, Jack Nicholson, I think he gets... He, he To this day, I think he still gets a, a slice of the pie for any uh, Batman movie that, that comes out. I don't know if the Joker ca- uh, counts, ironically enough. But Jack Nicholson got a really good contract. Robert Downey Jr. also has a really good contract where he... any I don't know if he gets it for any future Marvel movie, but any movie that he appears in, he gets a slice of the profits. It sounds like Joaquin Phoenix gets a slice of the profits. Todd Phillips gets a slice of the profits. So, this is the most successful R-rated movie of all time so far. And for Warner Brothers, it probably doesn't even feel like it. It probably feels like, uh, yeah, that was a, a decent hit. Too bad we're giving all the money away to everybody else. Anyway, this whole thing goes kind of full circle. Warner Brothers is uh, putting out a very... R-rated Watchmen show on HBO right now. My wife and I are watching it at the moment. It's still going on if you're if you're listening to the show when it airs, which is uh, November 8th. Happy birthday if it is your birthday on November 8th, by the way. And uh, Watchmen is a is it's a pretty good show, I'd say. So far at least, you know, we're digging it. We're digging it. Uh it, it's it's not taking place in the same timeline as the uh, the comic or the movie. I didn't read the comic. I need to one day. But uh, I believe the movie takes place in the 80s, and I think the comic does as well. This takes place in present day. So it's different. Uh, and I, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. However, I, I, I don't appreciate that so far, all of the nudity in this show has consisted of man-ass and blue dick. So it's none of the, the fun kind of nudity. So congratulations, ladies. You win this one. Mike, <laughs> uh, Mike th- this video game corner needs more video games. Can you, can you uh, get on that next week? Anyway, let's move on. I started uh, Googling some different ways to make money on the side. And Christmas is coming, much like winter. So my coworkers are telling me that they're applying to, to work as part-time employees at retail stores like like Target or Macy's. I hate working retail, though. I, I've worked many a retail job, and it is one of the worst jobs out there, bar none. And I also think that everybody should work it at least once, or, or retail or food service. You know, at least the, the self-entitled assholes out there. If you are listening to this sh- uh, show right now and you think, oh, well, hey, I'm a self-entitled asshole. Maybe I should work retail. Maybe I should work food service. Yes, absolutely. You should. You definitely should. If you think to yourself, yeah, I'm kind of a prick. You should be working retail or food service. You need a little bit of humility shoved in your face. Some of you guys walk around this world like it owes you everything. You know, you are the customer which means that you are always right and everybody should be tripping over themselves to treat you like the god you are while you scream at the person making minimum wage. Go fuck yourself. Hmm? How about that? How about that? What, what were we talking about? Hey, uh, making money. Making money. I don't really want to work retail. That's my point. According to Google... I can get paid to donate my blood plasma. They don't just want my regular, my regular uh, blood cells. They want the plasma. And you can get about 20 to 50 bucks a pop depending on how uh, fat you are or how heavy you are. 
apparently you get paid more uh, the more you weigh for your plasma at least. And I think that's a good option. I think it's a good option, but it's probably not something that they let you do every day, right? What else we got here? Oh, oh, oh look, look. I can make money selling breast milk online. <laughs> that might be difficult though. Hmm. Okay. All right, apparently it's illegal to sell your kidneys, which, oh, come on, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. You have two of them. Why would you have an extra kidney if one wasn't supposed to be sold on Craigslist, huh? Oh, speaking of Craigslist, I can, I can rent out some space for another tenant at my apartment. That's a good idea. I'm sure my wife will be cool with that. Mike, Mike, Mike do me a favor. Write up a Craigslist ad for me. Title it, Cozy Laundry Room for Rent. While we wait on a, a bite on that, let's move on to the news. In Minnesota, a 21-year-old college student by the name of Jason Gonzalez found a new way to pay for school. Apparently, he was heading to Iowa to coach a soccer game. Very uh, noble of him to drive from Minnesota to Iowa to coach a soccer game. Maybe that's a California mentality of me to think about driving across state. It just sounds ridiculous, but California is huge. But anyway, he, he's driving from uh, Minnesota to Iowa to coach a soccer game. And on his way to Iowa, he runs into this Krispy Kreme in Iowa. And Minnesota hasn't had a Krispy Kreme since 2008, according to everybody's favorite news source, CNN. So these Iowinians, what is an Iowa resident, Mike? Can you look that up? These, these people from Iowa, they're, they're jonesing for some Krispy Kreme. They need that fried sugar bread, right? So this kid, uh, Jason, he starts driving 270 miles to get to the closest Krispy Kreme so that he can take them back and sell them at a huge markup, like 100% markup, right? And I don't blame him for that. I did the math, Mike. That's 540 miles round trip. And I can empathize with that drive. I used to drive back and forth from Vegas to, to SoCal every other week. And it was about a, a three to four hour drive depending on traffic. CNN said his drive is about four hours one way. That's, that's eight hours total. And then he's got to deliver all of these donuts on the way back, right? So Jason made a, a Facebook page called Krispy Kreme Run Minnesota. And by the time I was looking at this uh, article, he had over 6,000 followers on the, the Facebook page. So in his, his car, he, had a, he was able to fit about 100 boxes of Krispy Kreme in his 2008 Ford Focus. And things were going pretty good for old Jason here. But after a while, Krispy Kreme caught wise and told him to shut that shit down. He had gotten about, like I want to say, 19 runs in. He got about 19 runs full of cash so he could pay for college. Krispy Kreme said, uh-uh, uh-uh, you're done, buddy. We got lawyers, dude. You don't. You're a broke-ass college student. But people didn't like that uh, Krispy Kreme shut it down. So they, they told Krispy Kreme. They, they made their voice heard. They said, this is some BS. And it turns out, Krispy Kreme knows what bad PR smells like. They have a good nose, Krispy Kreme. They, they know the, the smell of delicious fried sugar bread. And they know the smell of terrible PR. And apparently, terrible PR smells like handing a cease and desist letter to a college student driving eight hours round trip to sell donuts and pay for his school. So the HR at KK calls up Jay, right? They say, look, 
We're not bad guys here. We understand your sitch. The only reason we shut your operation down is because your car sucks, and we want to make sure that people don't associate the quality of our Krispy Kreme donuts with your shitty Ford Focus. You know, something like that. They said something like that. So now Jason is an official independent operator for Krispy Kreme, and he's got to go fund me now to buy a big van so that he can uh, store his donuts on his way back to uh, Minnesota. You know, this is a nice story and all. But I think that this whole situation could get him a, a pretty good job offering or two. You know, locally, I mean. Something that doesn't require him to put a thousand plus miles on his car every month. Go figure. I, I just have a feeling. In other news, I, I desperately want a donut right now. Anyway. Mike, d- did we get any uh, bites on that Craigslist ad? Yeah, yeah, uh, this guy said he'll give you, uh, $300 a month to sleep in your laundry room if he can also get a lock of your hair every time he pays rent. Huh. Huh. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty tempting offer. Hmm. I gotta talk it over with my wife, though, and I'm, I, I gotta be honest, I'm pretty sure she's not gonna like it. <sighs> Hmm, what else we got here? Uh, oh, it looks like the next California Powerball is worth $50 million. You know, maybe I should just play the lotto, Mike. If I can get enough people to forget to play, I'm guaranteed to win. I'm pretty sure that's how it works, right? I don't know. I don't know. Let's move on to a little thing we like to call listener questions. We got a lot of great listener questions this week. Ken asks, if the leaves were screaming about dying all the time, would we think the foliage was as beautiful? Ken... No, we would not. That sounds honestly like a dystopian nightmare to me. We would probably be selling earmuffs specifically to block out the sound of dying leaves screaming at you when you're when you're at school or work. You know, every time you want to go for a walk, it's just... Aah! Aah! It sounds pretty awful. But I guess, you know, some kind of masochist out there would find it beautiful. Like, oh yeah, this is wonderful. This is wonderful. Sick motherfuckers. Okay. Uh, Gareth asks, What's fall? It's autumn here. He's referring, of course, to uh, our, our Facebook post on, at, at Up and Loaded, where we said, It's fall. Ask us some questions. So Gareth says, What's fall? It's autumn here. Gareth lives over on the other side of the pond. That means he's from Europe, Mike. I remember uh, the, the first time, the first memory I have of the word autumn was when I was I was watching a Winnie the Pooh movie. And as soon as the movie starts, Winnie, Winnie the Pooh opens up the door and he looks at all the, the screaming dead leaves and he says, It's autumn! I'm not, I don't have a good Winnie the Pooh impression, but just imagine I said that dead on. So he says, It's autumn! And from there on, I remembered, Oh, bears and British people call fall autumn. But yo, you asked me what fall was, right? Right? Okay, so since Winnie the Pooh is banned in China, President Xi declared that the bear's favorite season will be renamed fall to match the fall of the American economy. We do have autumns here in America, though. I want to be clear about that. Autumns are usually uh, white girls that watch a lot of reality TV, though. Yilly asks... Have you ever played any card games? Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, etc.? Wonderful question, Yuli. I have never played Yu-Gi-Oh. 
I was a little bit too old for Yu-Gi-Oh! But I did play the hell out of the Pokemon card game back in the day. Back in the heyday, I will say. I, I still have a lot of those cards. I even have a Charizard, which back then was some primo shit. You know, I got it in a booster pack on my birthday, which was a whole a whole controversy at the time. But uh, I used to play against people like weekly at Toys R Us on, on the weekend. And uh, that was a lot of fun. But the more I say that out loud, my, I'm not sure if that's very cool. I don't, I don't know if that's cool. Uh, anyway, the point is that I used to have a lot of Pokemon cards. In fact, I, I still do. I own all of them. I, I, ha I do have a lot of Pokemon cards. At least uh, cards from the first like three or four years of the card game's existence. Back when they were popular. But I also had the Pokemon trading card game on Game Boy. I played the hell out of that game too. <laughs> Those are good times. Those are good times. Like, like, sometimes I wish I never got older. Do you ever feel that way? Yeah. Yeah. Devin asks, what is your favorite Fruit Loops flavor? Well, I can't remember the last time I ate Fruit Loops, Devin. So I'm, I'm going to say that my favorite flavor is Apple Jacks. I'm pretty sure that those are just Fruit Loops with uh, a one flavor, you know? I, I kind of know what Apple Jacks tastes like. And uh, didn't Fruit Loops kind of go the quote-unquote healthier route? I think they're more like, hey, we don't do artificial flavors anymore. So they probably all taste kind of the same now these days, right? What do I know? I, I think the, the best uh, cereal is probably Reese's Puffs. Because there, I don't think there's any any nutritional value in Reese's Puffs at all. But man, that that's what makes it good. I remember asking if I could have Reese's Puffs for my birthday one year <laughs> because it was so unhealthy. Ah oh, man, you know I think I'm gonna buy some Reese's Puffs. Thanks, Devin. Uh, Devin also asks why is it Fruit Loops instead of Fruit Loops? And this is a very uh, a question that you have to kind of read to understand, but I will spell it out for you. Fruit Loops, if you don't know, the cereal is spelled F-R-O-O-T, fruit. Fruit, and then Loops, spelled normally, L-O-O-P-S. And then he says, why is it called Fruit Loops instead of Fruit Loops? And then in that case, fruit is spelled normally, F-R-U-I-T, and then Loops is spelled L-U-I-P-S, kind of like fruit is spelled. Does that make any sense to you in an audio format? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm explaining it to you because I care very much. I care very much. Anyway, Devin, the answer is that Toucans can't spell. Toucan Sam failed English every single year. He's a dropout. So it was a 50-50 shot. He was either going to spell it Fruit Loops or Fruit Loops, and they went with the double O's. And it makes sense, right? If you're illiterate, double O's makes the most sense to you. Ken asks, Has Mike ever thought about playing in traffic? Mike? Oh. <laughs> uh, I think you might have broken Mike here, Ken. He's looking at me like he will genuinely try to kill me one day. Like, soon. Don't do it, Mike. You son of a bitch. Uh, let's see here. Yilly asks, What is the spiciest thing you've ever had? Well, that's a good question. Uh, if you guys are new to the show, I like spicy stuff. And, you know, I'm not insane about it, but I do like some spice. I, I want to try the uh, the Carolina Reaper chip 
that made all those YouTube kids uh, uh, vomit and cry. But uh, it's 30 bucks on Amazon right now, and it's just for one chip, one corn chip. And I'm worried it's going to be broken by the time I get it. The reviews all say, like, yeah, that shit is hot. It's hot. So it's like I know I'm going to be tortured, but I also kind of want to try it. Here's what it says in the back of the box it comes in. It says, eat at your own risk, not for the faint of heart. Not everyone will enjoy the extreme heat. And I think, of course, that's an understatement. I think most people will not enjoy the extreme heat. But I think I might a little bit. You know, it says, do not eat if you are sensitive to spicy foods, allergic to peppers, nightshades, or capacin. I don't know what those last two things are. It says, or if you're pregnant or have any medical conditions, any medical conditions at all. They don't specify. They said, look, this shit is dangerous. It says, keep out of reach of children. After touching the chip, wash your hands with soap and do not touch your eyes or other sensitive areas. Seek medical assistance should you experience difficulty breathing. If you can't handle the heat, try drinking milk or eating ice cream. Fear the reaper and consider yourself warned. Those are made by Pocky. I think that's how you say their name, Pocky Packy. And they're not paying me to say that. I wish they were. So obviously that sounds like a fun deal, right? I want to try it, but I don't really want to spend 30 bucks on one chip. I, I think I would feel like a real asshole if I spent $30 on a single chip, no matter how much it made me vomit, right? And I'm not sure what the spiciest thing I've ever eaten is. I don't I don't know that for sure. I, I've had a, a few different ghost pepper chips, and those are pretty spicy, one more than the other. Uh, it's been years, but I, I, I remember the atomic wings at Wingstop being pretty damn hot, being pretty hot. Uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and get some again. And I'll report back on the show. You know, maybe those are the spiciest things I've ever had. But those might just be habanero. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. My tongue is still functioning, at least semi, semi-properly. So maybe I need to eat something spicier so that this show is no longer possible. Devin asks, can you say hi to Yillian for me, please? Mike, uh, can we put this to a vote? Uh, can you put on your uh, voting gloves, please? All those in favor of saying hi to Yilly for Devin say aye. 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 The ayes have it. Yilly, Devin says hi. Thanks for the question, Devin. Ken asks, when will you be selling Chris to Chris action figures? Great question. Ken, shortly after uh, we get a high-end 3D printer. You know, it'll, it'll probably be slow and uh, crank up our electric bills. So we're going we're gonna to need to sell each action figure at about 100 bucks a piece. That's my estimate. You know, it could be more, could be a little less. You know, maybe we'll make the mic action figures cheaper just because of lack of demand. But that's my estimate. As soon as we can get a, a high-end 3D printer, maybe something that works a little snappier than usual. Thanks for the question. I, I think that's a good idea. Anytime we can get some, some product placement out there, that's what we should be doing. In fact, if you guys are listening to this show, now would be a great time to tell your friends about this, even your enemies. I want you to tell people about this show. That's what we need. We need you to tell somebody about this show. It's the only way we're going to get it to 8 billion people. And you're thinking, why do you need 8 billion people to listen to this show? Listen, I don't know. 
I don't know. But that's what we said in the beginning, and that's what we're trying to do. Okay? Okay. Devin asks, has anyone ever faced a downhill battle? Great question. Great question. Devin, yes. Yes. Anyone that has ever won a battle was probably facing a downhill battle. You know, when you have the high ground, like uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi in the lava versus Anakin Darth Vader Skywalker, you're going to win, most likely. You know, snipers usually win. It's, it's better when you're higher up. Disney, here's a little story. Disney is kind of facing or fighting a, a downhill battle. Right now, when it comes to Star Wars video games, you know, they pay George Lucas $4 billion for Star Wars. He donates like all $4 billion to some charities because he's already filthy rich. And Disney says, hey, look, we want to make some money off of Star Wars video games. Who, who can we do this with? Who can we do this with? We just shut down all of our video game studios. Oh, here's a, here's a place. Electronic fucking arts. That's who we should be pairing up with. The company that... Uh, makes FIFA a billion dollars a year. You know, they're filthy rich. We're filthy rich. Let's fuck up some Star Wars. So uh, Disney had a layup with the Star Wars franchise and video games, and they decided to sign an exclusive contract with EA, of all companies. I hate... Ugh, this pisses me off. I gotta, I gotta stop answering this question because I'm getting angry. I'm getting... I, I, I'm raising my blood pressure as I think about this. Long story longer, EA is awful. Disney is awful. I hate it all. I hate it all. Ken asks, is learning really half the battle? Well, Ken, I remember G.I. Joe saying that knowing is half the battle. So the other half of the battle, I assume, if it's not learning, it's probably guns, right? Guns. Guns are, are definitely a big part of the battle. At least... Within the last uh, 300 years. 300? How long have guns been around, Mike? Uh, Revolutionary War, 1700s. We're getting close to 300. We're getting close. To, we'll say 200. 250. 250. By the way, I, I looked up some old G.I. Joe PSAs because of your question, Ken. And maybe I'll link a few of them on our website, upandloaded.com. Because these PSAs, to be quite honest are amazing. More amazing than I remember. Uh, they all have the same basic plot. You know, some kids are, are screwing around outside. And then a guy dressed like a member of the village people shows up out of nowhere to save their ass. There's one... There's one... Uh, I'll link this one. There's one where these two kids are swimming in a pond outside. And it starts to rain. And out of nowhere, a G.I. Joe pops out from under the water wearing this high-tech scuba suit. He's telling them that they need to get out of the water immediately because it started raining. And they get out of the water and lightning immediately strikes the pond. Like, shit, that could have been us. That could have been us. You got to think about that. That means this G.I. Joe guy, nobody thinks about this. This G.I. Joe guy was just sitting underwater this whole time while these boys were swimming, just looking at their, their, uh, their boy asses swimming from the neck down, just waiting for it to rain, just waiting to see those little rain droplets pop up next to their necks so he could pop up and say, you better get out. <laughs> There's another one, another swimming one to be, 
to be frank. Uh, it starts off with a boy. It immediately starts off with a boy. He's saying bye to his friend, and he immediately falls off a cliff. Falls off a cliff into the ocean. He starts to drown. And then there's another G.I. Joe in the ocean wearing a scuba suit. Instead of saving his ass, instead of grabbing him, taking him to the shore because he has a scuba suit, he starts trying to teach this kid how to swim. After he's fallen 30 feet from the air into the hard, cold ocean, and he doesn't know how to swim, he's like, move your legs in a scissor position. Now, move your arms in a figure eight. (laughs) It's wonderful. It's wonderful. How about we wrap this show up? I think this is a good time to wrap this show up with some uh, poll results. By the way, you can answer our poll. You can be a part of our poll uh, by following us on Twitter, at Up and Loaded. Maybe telling your friends to follow us on Twitter. Just force this on as many people as possible. That's what I'm trying to get across. Last week on our Twitter, we asked, what is the best superhero show on TV? 60% of, 67% of you, actually. The, the majority of you said that the best superhero show on TV is a, a CW super soap opera. And I assume that means, you know, The Flash, Arrow, uh, Riverdale, uh, what, what is it, Black Lightning, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, etc., etc. Some kind of CW soap opera. 33% of you, a third of you said The Boys, which is on Amazon. It's a great show. It's uh, definitely not for kids. And then uh, none of you said a Netflix casualty like uh, Daredevil or Jessica Jones. I like Daredevil quite a bit. Uh, the Punisher was good. Was uh, Jessica Jones, the first season was good. Fell off on the second season. Didn't watch the third at all. Uh, Luke Cage was a, a disappointment. And... What was the last one? Iron Fist. Wonderful show if you like crap. Definitely check that out if you like garbage. Uh, 0% of you said Watchmen, which is just, like I said, I I talked about it a little bit on this episode. It's only on episode 3 as of right now. It'll be on episode 4 in a few days. But so far, it's good. It's good. I will say that. It is probably the best superhero show currently airing new episodes. We'll say that. We'll say that. (sighs) that's a lot of uh, opinion right there for you. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, This week's poll asks, what is a fair rent for a laundry room in Southern California? Please uh, answer that on our Twitter. I need to know that ASAP. Uh, Don't forget, of course, that you can subscribe to this show on anywhere podcasts are sold for free. Any podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Podcast Republic, etc., etc., etc. We are there. We are there, Chris to Chris, search Chris to Chris, Chris to Chris, up and loaded. Whatever it takes to find us. If you can't find us on those podcast apps, go to our website, upandloaded.com, U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. At the very top of the website, there is a link that takes you to a podcast app. If you own, if you downloaded a podcast app, it'll probably try to open it there. If you don't, it'll take you to the Apple Podcast link. Please do us a favor and give us a review. A nice review. Kindly, please. We are trying to get 8 billion people listening to the show, and it's very difficult if, uh, if if we don't have 8 billion people listening. At the very least, we need 7 billion people to listen so that we can get 8 billion people. We need to, at least, if we get 7 billion people listening, we can encourage those 7 billion people to make 8 billion people to uh, populate the world and listen to Chris to Chris. I think I have rambled enough. I am running out of spit as usual. 
but I, I thank you guys for listening. This is one of those weeks where I don't have to work on the weekend, so I'm a little bit more upbeat than usual, okay? I'm a little bit more upbeat. So this has been episode 58 of Chris to Chris. I thank you guys all for watching very much. Let's do this again next week. How about that? But in the meantime, do me a favor. Enjoy your weekend or else.